Uh, if you like spout more, no, wait. <laughs> Is this mirrors? If you if you like spout lore and you want to hear more of it, go to patreon.com slash spout lore and maybe if you give them enough money, they'll release me. <laughs> and we can see each other again. <laughs> I've been in this bar for years. Save me. <laughs> Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to spout lore i'm your game master sean o'hara and joining me as always playing tacoma dome the barbarian abdul aziz hi what the fuck was that <laughs> playing ving the half-elf druid paul oppers hello and playing fat billy the half-leak thief jessica ty hi everybody's so sure we're getting right into it no <laughs> no wasted syllables uh, i'm using all up the syllables that you guys say Can you just get to the point sean <laughs> sean we've been trying to end this show for six years <laughs> Ninth season, you, you guys are drawing it out, introducing more and more oh NPCs and, narr and fucking narrative plot points. Holy <laughs> shit, we're on a boat again? <laughs> when are we gonna finish the hot dog festival? <laughs> been trying to get back there for since 2017. Get back the sloss meat to Dan. <laughs> Who poisoned Dan sloss meat? Why do I have all these wooden tokens if we're not going back to the festival? I would like to vote. We abandon the current plot uh -huh. Uh -huh. and yes. all the goals, Love and it. we go right back down south <laughs> to the hot dog festival. To figure this out. <laughs> I wanted on record that I tried to get you guys to go back to Mudlark three years ago. Yeah, and, and you back, prove it. Back then, we did not want to. Yeah, because it was pre-pandemic. The world was different, Sean. Yeah. Hillary Rodham Clinton was president <laughs> of the United States of America. When last we left our heroes, they were enjoying a trek ride in a cargo container full of dogs billy snuck up to the front and introduced a brand new npc and friend in the form of trev driver cinnamon bro extraordinaire yep who also has sorry jessica's so tired she's physically holding her eyelids open and every time i look over it freaks me out oh is yeah, that what you're doing she looks white now <laughs> every I'm time i look over i'm like who's this my eyes are already huge <laughs> jessica does have really big eyes just like that abdul abdul looks more white whoa <laughs> nope <laughs> never mind i'm white he looks less white look at my eyes look at my white eyes <laughs> <laughs> Give me your land. Give me your land. Give me your land and your you culture. Look, you look like those scary oh, yeah. masks in the museum. Yeah. 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 The more you reveal just oh bare God. eyeballs, the this. more you look like that racist puppet that Jeff wow. Dunham made. I'm Jeff Dunham's puppet. <laughs> uh, Trev Driver, Ice Road Trucker, uh, working on himself, up and down relationship, Cinnamon Bro a thing that he keeps suggesting is a real thing. I think that this is a bit of a, like, there's a group of people that Oleg has uh, inducted into the Cinnamon Guild. Might be, might oh. be. 
We learned some things about the greater goings on of the world. It was a real hangout in a truck with a new guy episode. It was nice. Yeah. Uh, so we learned about Trev and we learned about carbonated energy drinks, how those exist. Mm-hmm. We learned that there is a war brewing in the principalities as the current climate, basically the state of the world has provided an opportunity for one of the princeps to move on a neighboring territory. Fucking wicked. And also that there have been storms throughout the North and smaller communities have been uh, getting hit pretty hard. Mm -hmm. And that Trev swears he saw a giant white thunderbird emerge from the clouds one night while he was driving. Pretty cool. Oh, and as a result of the war, the frozen North has been upping production on military equipment. We learned a bit about the North in that they are a seceded former territory of the kingdom of Kinos who isolated themselves and militarized. So cool. Mm -hmm. Arcanics, we think might be a big deal here. Magical technology using leftover uh, magical energy stored up in the frozen ice of the North. Uh, We got stopped at a checkpoint. Mm -hmm. Billy saved the group by creating an illusion of everyone looking like a big bag of beans Mm -hmm. that was shaped like Tuck, a Tuck-shaped bag of beans. Yeah, one of the guys was like, that's the fattest bag of beans I've ever seen. (laughs) I'm in a monk. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say it. Don't say it. Everybody covered my mouth. Yeah. Uh, And then as we sailed away, moving closer to Sheer City, Ving was looking out the window at a copse of trees that they passed. Beautiful. An arrow soared through the air and slammed into the wood just beneath the window. So sick. Drive faster. That is where we find our heroes now. Driving faster? Yeah. Why? What what happened? Go. Okay. An arrow. And he uh, pulls his wheel off the front and slams it down and it whips the reins on the the dog part and they all uh, (laughs) kick it into overdrive. Oh my god. So sick. What, what, what's, what's going on? What's going on? I pull the, the arrow out of the side of the door and show it to him. I look at it. I inspect the arrow. Discern realities of the arrow. Yeah. Discern realities. 2d6 plus wisdom. Eight. Okay. So you get one question. Who's really in control here? Okay. So who is really in control here? This arrow is fletched in a style that is very reminiscent of the Ranger King's Talon. Talon being? Talon being a unit in the Ranger Corps. Oh, shit. Yeah. I have a whole thing for how the Ranger Corps works. Cool. Uh, somebody roll spelt lore so I can make this be useful. Seven. Yeah. So the smallest unit of the Ranger Corps is the Talon, which is comprised of six Rangers of more or less equal status. A wing is composed of six Talons. And out of all of those wings, there are led by an individual Ranger called the First Talon. Cool. And then the next up is the flight, which is composed of six wings. And Mm. the leaders of those wings are usually rangers of great renown. Six. Sick. Yeah. (laughs) So the Ranger Kings, this arrow is fletched in a style that you remember being very reminiscent of the rangers in your father's wing. Oh, yeah. And the different wings are fletched in the feathers of that. Like there's like osprey. Yeah. So what's your father's style? What's what's the feather they use? Raven. Raven. Tight. Whoa. That's... So thematically on point. <laughs> yeah. Yes. With how like dark a countenance he has. Yeah. Death. Yeah. And the black wolf. Fucking sweet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Ravencore. So Talon Wing Flight. Yes. Cool. 
Uh, there are six total flights in the Ranger Corps, and each is represented by an individual Ranger without formal rank. They are technically part of the echelon structure, but are rarely forced to bicker for votes. When one of them speaks, the others listen. These figures are functionally legends, often very long-lived, and survivors of countless conflicts across hundreds of years. If my sleeves were rolled up, I would be showing you all of the goosebumps <laughs> that I have. Uh, yeah, so one of those is the Ranger King. That's so cool. <laughs> And I think we decided that Nathaniel's called the Ranger King because he is a ranger as well as a noble. Yeah. Which is uncommon in the Ranger Corps. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are lots of princes that are rangers, but the, your father is like, yeah, a noble noble and a high-ranking ranger. Yeah. He's not the king of the rangers. No. Just the king among rangers. Exactly. It's so cool that like Nathaniel's rule is so unchallenged that he can fuck off and be a ranger yeah. for a while yeah. and come back and not have to worry about like wars of succession or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So you were holding an arrow fletched with a ra- with raven feathers. It's my father's arrow, the raven. I'm saying this just to the arrow and to Tuck and to Billy. I look at the window. Can I see anything? No. Can I see anything? Uh, you can try. Yeah. 2d6 plus wisdom for discern realities. 10 what here is not what it appears to be cool uh so you are basic because this cops of trees that you were passing is long past you now but billy you like poke your head out the window to try and get a look at it be careful and um just the barest little glimmer through your binoculars you see what looks to be like a bush at the base of a tree move away and disappear into the into the shadows and uh, what should I be on the lookout for? So you, you turn back into the cabin and kind of s- tell everybody what you saw. Yeah. And Ving, you would know that based on the fact that it was one shot and it hit where it hit, whether or not this was your father directly, it doesn't matter. This is a message. This arrow to you communicates everything. It's, we know you're here. We know where you are. We're watching you. Oh, yeah. Because they could have killed us if they wanted to. They don't miss. That's the thing. That's the thing. They hit the truck where they hit the truck because that's where they wanted to hit it. Yeah. So they wanted to let you know that they were close. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not really even trying to hide then. No. No. And neither are we. I'm sitting in the front seat. (laughs) I'm not on the lamb at all. And Mm -hmm. Tuck is sitting in the little bucket seat in the middle (laughs) in the second row. (laughs) Yes. Because I lost Rochambeau to me. (laughs) I'm just whistling shotgun the whole way there. (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, Yeah, so that's that's what you learn is that this was just a message. Hmm. So do I keep going or is there something you need to take care of? Absolutely don't stop. Okay. Not even for a little pee-pee. Not even for a little pee-pee? Not even. <laughs> but what if I have to take a little pee-pee? Well, we got all these empties. Yeah, you piss into this can, dude. Yeah. What do you usually do for pee-pee? I pee out the window <laughs> while what? I'm driving. I Look, check it out. And he rolls down the <laughs> Holy window. Holy shit! <laughs> and he puts one hand on the wheel, uh-huh. but then he like lifts his body up and like just hangs his crotch at the window wow <laughs> throws some, one leg over the window yeah see check it out check it out there's pee going all over him yeah <laughs> no i wasn't i mean I, you know i wasn't trying to pee my pants are still on i was just trying to show you how i did it but uh, doing the movement actually just activated that in my body and now i'm peeing all over the place i wow. hear you trevor i sit down to pee and I, sometimes i shit a lot <laughs> <laughs> you know sometimes that happens to me too when i'm doing this 
It's just a biological impulse. Wait, are you telling us that you shit your pants on a regular basis or that sometimes when you sit down to pee in a bathroom, <laughs> you accidentally shit? Yeah, it's surprising. You know, what you they didn't s- answer. You just said yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I sit down and I surprise shit a lot. Man, I get it, though. There's a wise person once told me this. Every poo poo time is pee pee time, but not every pee pee time is poo poo time. You know what I mean? Damn, that's deep. Yeah. Wow. Really makes you think about when you should be peeping and pooping. Ving's writing it down. <laughs> Billy's looking over Ving's shoulder while he writes it down. Pee 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 pee. And he is thinking hard about the don't even stop for a little pee pee as you guys pass a another truck stop. He's like, mm, we gotta keep going, but it's right there. <laughs> well, here's the thing, dude. We got two groups on our ass now. One is the coppers, and then two is the fucking rangers. Maybe. Do you really want to get caught in the middle of that? Also, oh. you're totally unlicensed. <laughs> I don't need a license. I'm freelance. That means that I am untouchable by the laws of man and God. I also thought the same thing, too, until tax time rolled around. (laughs) And I learned so much. What what do you... What? (laughs) Billy, you've paid taxes? Billy, you've been paying the taxes? Have you not been paying the taxes? (laughs) I mean, that's what Perel told me. Perel! The thing slides open. Yeah, what's up? Have you been explaining to Billy about taxes? What's that, Maggie? Are you making <laughs> Billy do your taxes? I gotta do... There's a dog back here. He needs my help. Bye. <laughs> he said if I didn't pay taxes, I would go to jail. I'm going in the back. I go to the back. <laughs> Who did you pay, Billy? Did you pay him? Yes. I'm shaking him down, slapping his shit in breath. I it was I, I thought it was funny at first. I'm sorry. And then I just I really need the cash. How much money have you made off our kid? I don't know. A uh, uh, 100, 150 coins. He, he I think he's taking it from other people. Yeah, he's a thief. I don't want to go to jail and I don't know what I owe in taxes. <laughs> You're making him steal more. I'm it I, What are you using the money for? Well, I'm, you know, I'm buying us supplies and stuff. You mean your hats? Um, a hat is a supply. And a mustache? Is a supply. And a silk scarf? Is for me. <laughs> but I deserve a little treat now and again. It's going to be hard to pay my taxes up here. Billy, there's, you don't have to pay taxes in the north. What? You guys are freelance. You don't have to pay taxes up north. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ian Lance are free. I'm free Lance. (laughs) Billy looks wistfully out the window. (laughs) Free from all his taxes. Free freelancers are basically sovereign citizens that all follow the teachings of a guy named Lance who is like, I am not subject to any laws. Ving opens a bottle. Free free Lancer. Lancer. Uh, I, I, here you go. And he hands over a bag. How many coins are in there? There's 150 coins. You're done right there. Yes. I kept all my receipts and I would get returns through return scams that I was doing. Wait, you didn't spend any of the money Billy gave you? No, like I would keep the stuff, but I would do like a little returns. Like I'd buy a hat and then I'd get the box and then I'd put a bunch of dirt in the box and say, I don't want the hat anymore. Prell, I'm really... 
proud of you. <laughs> Billy. Billy. I'm here. so impressed. You know what? Here you go. And he takes the bag back from Tuck and he gives it to Billy. No. No, it's your tax return. I don't want it. You're the new thief now. <laughs> and Tuck starts a slow clap. And Perel puts his hands up. Oh, guys, come on. Come on. And the dogs start howling because they don't know this. What are you guys fucking doing back there to my dogs? <laughs> I can show you guys how to do return scams if you want. Hell yeah. Fuck yes. We spend the rest of the trip learning about return <laughs> <Yeah>. scams. <laughs> There's a montage yeah. with no audio as Perel's pointing at a whiteboard that has like a box he's, with a hat in it and a he, box with an X in he's it. He's just got a piece of chalk on the wall of the, of the ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you continue on. At the end, you learn all about how to scam a store out of uh, their <laughs> merchandise while still getting a return on yeah. an item. And then at the end, he's like, so yeah, if you go in and you look rich, they're not going <laughs> to question it. That's very good, Tuck. That's what it is, is rich people get to do whatever they want. So you got to pretend to be a rich person. Sick. Yeah. And then you hear Trev in the front going like, oh, I think we're, we're almost at the city, guys. Ooh, sick. So what do you want to do? What do you want to do here? Do you know anywhere that we can go or stay in the city? Is there is there an inn or uh, something like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, Sheer City's like, uh, it's like a for real city. But do you know anywhere secret? Because Cinnamon Bros and Wanted posters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where people kind of won't ask questions about us or tell the cops about us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he does know a place. Let's talk about it. I kind of like it being a motor in. I like, yeah. I like that too. And like the, the, what's the proprietor's name? It's their cabin. You know, like how every yeah. truck has their own cabin, but it's like, oh, you've yeah. stayed in your cabin for weeks. Now stay in Spencer's cabin or whatever. It could be like an old building, like Ironwood or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, could be an old bunker. Yep. Because mm-hmm. it's such a military. Yeah. So they built it out of Ironwood to a stand, mm-hmm. like attack. Yeah. There's like tons of fireplaces in the building to keep everyone warm mm-hmm. oh um, yeah maybe that's why it's called a motor in because there's an oh, engine that runs at the center smart. of it uh-huh. that makes that heats it up like it's an arcanic device uh-huh yeah why waste energy just heating when you can do other stuff with it too? totally uh-huh. yeah that's cool so these places where there are these old arcane engines deep in the city there's a lot of things working off these few city centers and mm-hmm. so maybe totally. in shutting those down you can shut down sections of the city mm-hmm. oh yeah so, like, neighborhoods will be built around one of these engines. Hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these, like, Cool. I like them being called hearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you would, you would build stuff there, but you'd also, like, you would eat there, you know, mm-hmm. or cook there or something like that. Yeah. So, it's an old military bunker, but it's made out of ironwood. And I think, you know, like, attachments have been built onto it. Yeah. You know, to house, um, like, a smoke tent. Uh-huh. Maybe there's, like, a little, like, communal... Pool. pool. Like a YMCA Spa. here, basically. Yeah, sort of thing. It's, you guys are staying at the YMCA. <laughs> for truckers. <laughs> but, but for truckers. Yeah, it's got everything. Yeah, so you pull in to this place. It's outside the city, so like you don't have to go through another checkpoint, basically. Oh, cool. Yeah, but there are a lot of people milling about, and you do see like a lot of guards just mm-hmm. kind of around. It seems like something's going on. Okay. At least in the city. Like the city is very busy right now. Like there are a bunch of other ice treks that have pulled in. Mm-hmm. Cargo? Yeah, seems like it. And some people don't have their cargo containers anymore. Like, looks like some people have dropped stuff off and are on their way back. What if it's attached to like a little like railroad system? 
sort of Ooh. like a small cargo railroad system to, so that you don't have to obviously bring the ships into the city. Oh. That's so sick. Like cargo trains that'll take. Oh, yeah, cool. you can, if it's your last stop, you can unload. That makes yeah. so much sense. It would be cool if the, this train kind of like went all over the city. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. There were like passenger versions of it and then there's cargo trains yeah. that also like... Yeah, this, yeah. It's at this, at this meeting of where like the docks are and then all the roads coming in from the north kind of uh-huh. meet to this one central train station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. That's sick. I like that a lot. When you said that, I also thought gondolas, if the city like oh. existed on some kind of incline... It would make sense that there would maybe gondola. some of the docks down to the shipyards. There's a gondola off uh, some cliff somewhere. Mm-hmm. I know old share when we talked about it for the first time. I think it was said that there's cliffs, mm-hmm. um, uh, ice cliffs. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's like shelves, mm-hmm. like terraced in oh, some yeah. spots. You know what I mean? So there's yeah, there's passenger trams and then also gondolas that go up to the higher parts. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people, like the poorer people, the people. They use the trains as a non-sanctioned transportation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Riding yeah. the rails. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you like if you're living on the outskirts, but you work at the docks, you just take the cargo train mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, great. So who? Uh, what's who's the proprietor? Feels like a retiree kind uh-huh. of thing. I think it's the ex-military orc. Yeah. I like okay. that. Okay. Yep. An old orc. What do we call him? Yorick. <laughs> Yorick. That's cool. Yorick's, Yorick's good. cabin. Yorick, like yeah, Yorick works. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, are you guys staying here, or are you just using this as a place to sneak into the city? I think our priority would be like try to find transportation further north. Yeah, because we are ultimately heading to the glacier. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do we? We don't need to be in Shia right now. No. No. We're we just don't. trying to get information about Adonai, and we are ultimately going to their tower, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we just came to Sheer City because that was like the... On the way. Yeah, the closest we could get. That's where Trev was going. It was where the truck was going, yeah. So this is actually a good place to maybe pick up more transport. Yeah. Is there anyone going further north? Oh, yeah, probably. There's people going all over the place. Trekkers? Yeah. Can you introduce us to one? A trustworthy one? A cinnamon bro one? Cinnamon bro, eh? I'll see what I can find. (laughs) You guys go get some some grubs or something. I'll be right back. Should we go into this... Yorick's pub. Yeah. Yeah. So what does the inside of Yorick's look like? Um, I think it's pretty dark. Mm-hmm. So the wood. Does it have like an old like country jukebox kind of music going on? Do we have a jukebox at the trucker stop? I want to stay away from we just left the husky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have one. Oh, I don't yeah, think yeah. this is the kind of place as like jovial as yeah. husky place. I'm thinking of like the prancing pony kind of. Yeah, totally. But behind the bar, there's like a an old orc. Maybe there's not a lot of people that he's like really like, oh yes, <laughs> yeah. welcome. Like yeah. trying to make this no, shithole so funny. Trying to uh-huh. sell us on staying here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's an old orc behind. What is he? Is is he trying to dress to impress? Like he's maybe got like a shitty little bow tie on. <laughs> Sleeve garters. Sleeve garters. Oh, yeah. he's got like those the, those piratey linen shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. totally. But everything's Oscar the Grouch. to this all like full. Of oh yeah, totally. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he's wearing this. Like wool scarf. <laughs> a wool scarf. Yeah, totally. Oh, it's cold. It is cold. It's cold all over the place here. I like his wool scarf. He did. 
<laughs> Welcome to Yorick's. Oh, my, uh, Eric, please come in, come in. Thank you. Come Hello. in out of the cold. Hi. It's actually colder in here. <laughs> oh, that's part of the charm at Yorick's. It hasn't been warm in here in 55 years. Oh. Do you have blankets? Do I ever? <gasps> and he rushes off to the back and he comes back <laughs> with an armful. Like, Do I ever? Do I ever? <laughs> slam, slam, bang, 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 clang, clang. Uh, behold, here are your finest blankets this side of uh, something else. And he throws out blankets to everybody. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Maggie and Perel in the back, they're also here. Uh, here's all your blankets. Now, uh, what can I... And he starts shining the bar. What can I do for you? <laughs> Rag is dirtier. <laughs> it's yeah. making the bar dirty. <laughs> yeah. Do you have like a hot soup? I got a cold soup. It's good for the bones. Keeps the joints stiff. Yeah. Stiff? <laughs> I think I do need a bit of more stiffness in my body, so yeah. let's do that. Yeah, you don't want your joints too loose. That's how your joints get old and loose. <laughs> there you go. And he slops out a ice cold bowl of stew that he pushes across to Billy. And then he scoops a bunch of ice cubes. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot to start. He <laughs> cools it down. Cubes. Thank you. Make sure to let those melt first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> trying to melt the ice cream. Yeah, ice cream. No, 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 no. Don't blow on them. It's oh. too hot. Do you have a menu? Uh, well, menu's up here. <laughs> he points to his head. Okay. There's the only menu Yorick needs right here. Okay, do you have, like, eggs? No. <laughs> do you have any greens? No. <laughs> Browns? No. Oh, it depends on what kind of bar you're talking about. Do you have gravy? No. Toast? No. Dog food. Yes. That's for the dogs, though. <laughs> do you have bread of any kind? No. Do you have cheese? No. Do, do you have, like, a meat? No. <laughs> do you have cold stew? Yes. Yeah, there we okay. go. Cold I stew. I, I think I know what he has. Okay, we'll have some of the cold stew. Four <sighs> cold stews coming right up. Cold stew gives me hiccups. <laughs> Slides it across the bar, puts the ice cubes in each of them. Make sure your mother does melt. Okay. The tuck Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Let it melt. Okay. Part of the tradition of the meal. You let the meal cool itself. Okay, yeah, sounds good. And then Tuck's like, oh, what kind of uh, alcohols do you have? Because he wants to distract him away so he can get some of these fucking ice cubes out of the stew. You're trying to distract me away from the ice cubes, son? No, dude, I am interested in those interesting bottles behind you. Well, in that case, then he turns around. <laughs> okay, 2d6 plus what to get him dexterity. to, to oh, fish these out. Oh, Without oh, him dexterity. noticing? Uh, dexterity, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Seven. Seven. So he comes back around. This is a bottle of old blue. Old blue what? Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and because you, as you know, in the hospitality of Yorix, since you asked me to get this bottle, you got to pay for it. <laughs> what? What? Okay. Five, five <laughs> coins. He points to the door. There's a sign clearly there that we oh, didn't read. Oh, my God. Management reserves the right to make you pay for bottles of alcohol you ask about. Or look at. In parentheses. <laughs> or look at. I think I know why a lot of people aren't in here. <laughs> We're the only people yeah. in here. You are. It's then that you look back and the tables are like dusty. Can I spell lore slash have an idea about this old blue? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Is it like glacier water <gasps> that they've made into alcohol? It's sort of like an absinthe where it's like, because it's got a little bit of magic in it, it Ooh. makes you like hallucinate a bit Ooh. if you drink a lot. Cool. I like that. I love that. 
sweet magic alcohol yeah what's it taste like like is it just water that is somehow alcoholic or is it because it has magic in it it feels like it's alcoholic i think it passes by some sort of route it's like the yes. distillment of when oh. when the glaciers melt in the runoff but really early runoff and it goes by yeah they harvest these roots and they ferment it like you know uh I was going to say licorice root because of absinthe, but yeah, it totally. doesn't have to be. Oh, could no, be. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, well be. It tastes like licorice, but also like you're licking a battery. Yeah. 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 So that's that's the story Old Blue, and now that I'm talking about it, it's fancier than that, so it's 10 coins. <laughs> Fuck. Eric. <laughs> what? People, I have to make sure I'm accurately pricing my goods, young boy. I understand that you haven't been pricing a lot of goods because it doesn't look like you've had a lot of business in quite some time. Well, Yorick says a bit of a discerning clientele, if you know <laughs> what I mean. I just haven't any old wonder about coming through my doors. Huh. He's shining us on and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Bing. Who has the money that uh, Perel? Perel, you've got the money. Well, I thought this was my I money. Know, I know it is, but <laughs> no, no, no. now what's yours is ours and what's ours is ours. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Here you go. Click. Maybe he can return the bottle, <laughs> get his 10 coins back, and Yorick scoops it off the table into his uh, apron. Does Yorick walk away? No, I'm standing right here. <laughs> okay. um, well, we have to have a conversation now. Carry on. And he crosses his arms. <laughs> Ving flips him a coin. Thank you. This is for... Uh... It's not that kind of place, son. Wait, do you watch us talk? I don't have to. All right, fine. <laughs> Fucking whatever. Come into York's place, ask for all his finest stuff. I don't even get to listen to your conversation. <laughs> <laughs> he goes into the back room. That's maybe one of the least personable yeah. innkeepers I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> and you hear him start slamming down pots like he's really embarrassed. Thing is everyone like this up here? Uh, as far as I remember, all, all innkeepers are incredibly cold and poor <laughs> and pushy. That sucks. He hasn't been to many inns, though. Keep that in mind. <laughs> right, you're a prince. Right. Yeah, this is my first inn. <laughs> but you want to impress us. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't know. I thought he was kind of cool. It's a nice little energy that he brought, you know? Sometimes it's nice to just tell a customer to fuck off, you know? <laughs> it worked for you. It sure did. It sure did. Okay, what did you guys want to talk about? I don't know. Well, I want to talk about what we're doing next, but also I had an idea, which is rare. Uh, (laughs) Are you okay? Yeah, no. uh, (laughs) She had a concussion? (laughs) I'm sorry. Thought so hard he gave him a concussion. (laughs) Uh, I'm fine. I'll be fine. I just can't sleep for the next few hours. Uh, (laughs) But for real, though, he points at the blue alcohol and he points at Perel and he's like, do you think if you drink this whole thing, you will get your magic back? Ooh. I didn't say it was a good idea. I just said it was an idea. <laughs> but I'm looking at Perel like, do you think? Well, I mean, it's definitely an idea. Chug, 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 chug. Okay. Did you hear Yorick? Chug, 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 chug. He's like slowly peeking back around the door. Okay, here we go. Chug, Do it, do it, do it. He starts chugging it and he coughs it up. Oh, it's so... It is so intense. <laughs> Tastes like rubbing alcohol. Can this be my spell lore? Uh, yeah, sure. To see if like this alcohol will make Perel magic again. Yeah. For a moment? For even? A, or even, yeah, give him a little bit of it. Because if he's drinking. While he's drunk. Yeah. 2d6 plus intelligence. Ooh. Everybody pray that this is a 12 because we might have a way to get Perel a little bit of magic back every once in a while while also making him drunk, which would be so funny <laughs> and useful. So fun. Please, please. 
Eight. Eight. <laughs> Minus one is fucking seven. seven. Oh, man. Okay. It's okay. Uh, so Interesting. Yeah, interesting, but not useful. Did we talk about the, like, the candle thing that he was doing? The, like, burning the candle and, like, meditating in front of it? Did we talk about what he was doing? Not yeah. really. He just said that it didn't work. Yeah, so I'm thinking maybe that thing that he was trying to do would work now a little bit. Oh, cool. When he's drunk, he can use his ion candle. When he's drunk, he can perform the boundless thought principle. And what is that again? It's he's basically folding his brain into different instances so he can think about multiple things at once fully. That's so cool, Sean. So he drinks all of this alcohol over the course of a few minutes because he's a uh, bitch. He's a lightweight for sure. Um, I imagine it's like a wine bottle, though. Yeah, it's yeah, huge. Totally. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah, it's big. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's like a 750 mil of blue cacao. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's hammered. <laughs> so I, th- I think I've got about six or seven minutes before this gets really fucked up. Hey, Eric. Yeah. Could we get a room? Uh, yo, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm so, uh, uh, give me, give me five minutes. Okay. 50 bucks for the one you're in now. <laughs> and he runs off like through the bar, like through the empty darkened tables, just to the other side and of the he, room. He's holding a hammer and a bandsaw. <laughs> Is that because he closed it off? We don't know what it's for. You he might've it. been using it to cook. He might be using it to open the <laughs> It sounds like he's chasing a chicken, possibly to pluck it for maybe a pill. <laughs> and uh yeah five minutes later come on yeah come on you got a little room for you and he's kind of like tottering a little bit because mm-hmm. his joints are so stiff i pick up perel like a baby because he can't stand hey yeah. Tox, thank you so much for this yeah no problem buddy thanks for drinking all that alcohol for i'm it. gonna be so sick so soon <laughs> hold it in man just hold it in for a little you know if you hold your thumb in your hand you don't gag <laughs> He puts both of both his thumbs in his hands and he goes, Whoa, gags right away. He's like, I can't, I, no, I can't do that. And uh, Yorick takes you to a room that looks like what? Um, it looks like it had been uh, boarded up. Yeah. He forgot to take down the like city like notice of like closure due to unsafe like <laughs> yeah. health risk. And he's like pulling sheets off furniture and like off a bed. Yeah. Like, hey, this is our finest room. And there's a mirror on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bench shaped like a heart. What's this room called? This is called the the mirror over the bedroom. <laughs> wow, very elegant. It is. It's an old um orcish custom where it's good for your spirit to see your bodies having a restful sleep. No way. And oh. for looking at your lover's bums in missionary. <laughs> <laughs> I would know because I'm an orc and that is orcish custom. <laughs> Wait a second. Is Are this you guy? I am an orc for sure. <laughs> that much is guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. Oh, by the way, 50 coins. 50 coins. 50 coins. 20 coins. 20 coins. 30 coins. No, that's Ten. not how this works. 15. 15 deal. 5. Wait. <laughs> yes, <Ten>. no. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Eight, oh. eight, 8. No. 11. Ten. Okay. 14. No, stop. 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 Stop saying words. Four. Just give him 14 I, coins. I'm throwing <laughs> 10 coins out the into the hallway. He's running after them. Slam the door. Lock it. There's no lock. (laughs) The lock is Billy sits in front of the door. (laughs) I go to slam the door and it just goes all the way. Like a saloon door. Yeah, and Perel flops down on the bed and he goes, I'm feeling something for sure. I think I am a wizard again. (gasps) He stands up. (laughs) 
and he stands up to his full height and he stretches his arms in the air and he's stretched too far forward and he starts to tip <laughs> over. Oh, okay, back, all right. Back, I'm not a wizard anymore. Or any. I'm not magic. But I think... And then his eyes open. And they like look into the middle distance and he, you just hear him say, Oh my God. What? What? I can see it. What? What? I can see it all. What? And he drops down into a sitting position, crossing his legs, puts his hands on his knees and closes his eyes. For real? I'm so fucking drunk right now. <laughs> Do you have the ion candle? Should we take out the ion yeah, candle? Yeah, yeah. Give him a candle. Light it. Give me my candle light right it, now. Duck. I'm trying. This thing's out of fucking fuel. There's oh, no. no fuel. It's a candle. It doesn't have fuel, you dumb fuck. Okay. <laughs> not a match. It, it, Can you light this? Yes. <laughs> Uh, I gotta use my uh, we don't uh, elemental master guys. I'm gonna bar share piss in three minutes. <laughs> Shit or well, you gotta hold it in. You gotta hold it in for I'm us. I'm gonna fucking triple right now. All my holes are gonna be on full alert. You gotta close those holes, Pearl. <laughs> close those holes, buddy. Mm, if I was a wizard, I could close these holes so perfectly. You are a wizard. You are a wizard. I am a wizard. Yeah, all that shit and piss and puke has magic in it. <laughs> I'm running out of time. You gotta light that candle. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna elemental mastery this candle. You're gonna what? What? I'm trying to start a fire. <laughs> Dude, he's plus constitution. So I got eight. Uh huh. Mm. Affect the desire comes to pass. Mm-hmm. So I won't retain control. Uh huh. Or avoid paying nature's price. <laughs> this might just mean that you burn the candle really fast. No, Ooh. no, we can't lose this candle <laughs> unless. I mean, he doesn't have much time left. Anyway, I can see that so, his cheeks are all puffing up. Flare the shit out of it to see if it like really gives him some juice. Who knows? Let's do it. Let's and, do it. And you pay nature's price. I pay nature's price. So you set the candle down. Uh, the flame is guttering. Yeah. Uh, Doing this, rubbing my hands yeah. uh, with the wick in between my palms. Mm-hmm. And woof. And it burns hard. And Perel breathes in deeply. Mm. And... Hiccups <laughs> and <laughs> breathes out, and you can see his eyes fluttering like he's in REM sleep, oh. like his pupils are moving so wildly behind his eyes. He's sitting there for uh, like 45 seconds, basically, and the flame on the candle flares up and suddenly winks out. And Perel opens his eyes and goes, I know how to get my magic back. <gasps> Whoa, what? And what? It, and he passes out. Oh, oh no, oh no, Did, oh no. no. It's okay, it's okay. Is he still breathing? Yeah, Tuck puts his nose in Perel's mouth. <laughs> Is there air coming out? Well, I didn't know you were a paramedic. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, <clears throat> yeah, he's breathing, okay. Nice. <laughs> smells like a burning cigarette factory in there. <laughs> yeah, and Maggie grabs Perel under the armpits and throws him up on the bed uh-huh. and goes, what the fuck was that? What happened? I, I put him in the recovery position just in case. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. He's definitely going to barf piss and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I'm going to stay here with Pril, make sure he doesn't fucking eat his tongue. But what's what's next? What are you guys going to do? And Ving, as she's speaking, you uh, start blinking a lot and you feel kind of lightheaded. <gasps> then your vision clouds no what and you see clouds whipping past you you feel just a heart hammering thundering per se in your chest uh you know beyond a shadow of a doubt it's behind you 
your life is a hair's breadth away from being taken from you. Oh my God. And you burst through the cloud cover and you see in the distance a city glittering on the shores of an Arctic sea. Oh. And then you're back on your knees on the ground. I run outside. Oh yeah. Oh, I follow. Billy follows. Yeah. So you run out and the moment you like exit the door of Yorix far, far in the distance, you see a dark shape duck down out of the cloud cover and coming out of the clouds behind him is a powerful looking large bone white thunderbird whoa cloud piercers being pursued by Thronebreaker for whatever reason and you can feel that cloud piercer knows that you're there and that you can see him but he also knows that if he gets any closer he's drawing Thronebreaker too close to you but like people in the crowd like people outside this place start like looking up and calling out as they see these two massive birds coming out of the clouds. It's like when in movies when like like a meteor. Yeah, meteors like people are like what the fuck and is going on? Slow screaming. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh, and there's that sound like as they're flying like just under the clouds, you can hear the like Oh, like oh, thunder. Like cracking. Something? Yeah, as like they're flying so fast, it looks like it sounds like they're breaking the sound barrier. Basically, so like there's cool. huge cracks and peals of thunder over you. Lightning starts building in the clouds, but Cloud Piercer pulls up back into the clouds. Looks like he's drawing Thronebreaker away. Oh my god, he needs our help. I need to get up there. Um, I want to use elemental form to transmute ooh. my body into a form made from the raw elements, and I want to get up there. Uh, okay, so you're going to take an elemental form. Yep. So a form of moonlight. What form are you taking? I'm on my knees, just gathering all this snow and permafrost and grit and frozen earth around me and just like lifting up like a sheet Ooh. of like the first like top thick first foot yeah. of like hard packed snow and ice and rocks and grit and then jump up and... Uh, kind of splay my hands at the side and they shoot out into wings i'm gonna i want to make like a giant thunderbird wow out of like ice, ice and stone and yeah, yeah and try and cool. keep up and That's get up into the sky so sick i imagine like when the rocks and the permafrost is like floating around you you're kind of like stepping on it like stairs to oh, get into I like that a lot That's yeah. cool. like strapping into the mech yeah oh, this thing yeah. walking up to it <laughs> wing wing oh, either arm and the, the top of the, the bird is all white because it's snow and then it goes into clear and then black on the bottom because of all the, mm-hmm. the yeah. rock and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, let's roll it. Let's hope you do it. Okay, I really hope I did. <laughs> 2d6 plus wisdom. <laughs> or a constitution for elemental form. Elemental form. Eight. Okay, eight. Perfect. So I get two hold. Yes. And you take this form of this majestic, powerful, sinister, near almost looking bird of stone and permafrost and take off into the sky not yet i can't do this alone and tuck is like i got you buddy and then he like whips the battle axe off his back and then he tosses his backpack to a random person in the crowd (laughs) and then i run up to that person i'm like give me that (laughs) and then he uh yeah he jumps on your back and i make a little saddle for him (laughs) oh yeah no saddle perfect is billy going up with him Billy? Am I invited? I mean, I, I don't want to put you in harm's way, but I could really use you. I know how powerful you All are. Right, I'm on. I have got Tuck's backpack on, too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this massive backpack on this little boy. I know he has a tiny backpack, but it's still as big as Billy. Yeah, yeah. this is basically the magic school bus heading out. <laughs> yeah. You're all strapped in. 
Please let this be a normal field trip. <laughs> With the frizz? No, no way! way. <laughs> <laughs> like fly up into the sky. Yeah. And that's where we're flying. We're, we're soaring Whoa, into the air. Oof. Powerful Oof. wing beats. And my kimono gets ripped off. I forgot oh. you were wearing a you kimono. You lost the kimono. <laughs> it's been it's episodes. So many episodes. Someone in the crowd... Uh, it lands in their face and they're like, ooh. <laughs> What's that powerful masculine musk? <laughs> smells weird. <laughs> and super masculine. Yeah. Also, any semblance of secrecy that we had in gone. this town oh, just gone. gone. <laughs> anyway, you're now you're powering through the skies above Sheer City. Ooh, the wind is like knives on our faces. Yeah. Yeah. Cold. Yeah. Tuck's put on his glasses to protect against the wind a little bit. Uh, and yeah, the clouds are coming. Okay, going towards it. Getting in there. I want Bam. to follow his trail. Can I close my eyes? Can I try and see what he sees? Yeah, you close your eyes for a moment inside your ice and permafrost bird mech. And I can see the screaming beak of Thronebreaker. Thronebreaker, yeah. Cloud Piercer's turned around and is like swiping and pecking and biting. It scares the shit out of me. Yeah, it's terrifying. And uh, you come through the cloud cover into the realm above the clouds. This is the domain of Thronebreaker towering mountains of cloud above you no earth to be seen below brilliant blue skies above and pandemonium so many dozens of thunderbirds <gasps> all locked in battle some sort of war that's been taking place above the clouds this whole time that oh no one has been God. privy to holy shit what's going on great torrents of of wind and lightning and huge peals of thunder as if the very elements themselves the sky itself is rending under the power of their fury. Fucking metal, dude. <laughs> what he lifts his axe up. Yeah. As this as, as a bolt of lightning comes down behind yes, you. Yes. Billy looks like he's dressed in like a, a fur bikini for some reason. Yeah. And Tuck is like, fans, somebody draw this. Yes. What's that guy's name? We did all the crazy yeah. frenzy. Oh yeah. Yeah. This fucking rules. <laughs> And you see Cloud Piercer and Thronebreaker off in the distance, locked in battle. Cloud Piercer is definitely trying to get away. Thronebreaker is a massive specimen. Though Cloud Piercer, you notice, is much larger than the last time you saw him. But between you and them are battling Thunderbirds. I want to go up high. Yeah. Instead of going in, I'm going to go way, way up high. Hold on tight. Are you going to use one of your hold or are you going to fly? I'm going to fly. Okay. 2d6 plus strength. Ooh. Six. Oh, Ooh, can I fly. aid? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. How are you aiding? Um, I am working as like a conduit for all that spiritual energy. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah, 10. Oh, fuck yeah. Cool. You start flying up this kind of slope of dark gray thundercloud. Billy on the back, acting like a little backup yeah, battery. Yeah, actually, how I do this is I, I talk in, like, fairy language Whoa. to the element. What? You start talking in tongues? Yeah, like, very yeah, quietly. That's so very cool. sick. Yeah. And Billy has to lash out with his voice and admonish a spirit as, like, you see a powerful, like, claw emerge uh -huh. from the thundercloud, like, made of cloud and lightning. Whoa. And it swipes at Ving, but Billy, like, castigates it, mm -hmm. like, in the fairy language, and it recedes. So cool. What? And this episode took a turn. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Here I thought what? we were just going to go to, like, Valley Village. <laughs> I know. I wanted, I wanted fantasy so bad. Uh -huh. No, this is great. <laughs> Actually, we cut back to, like, the Valley Village that we would have gone to, yeah. and then <laughs> you, you just hear... Young and nice and lovely and lovely, and people are just like wheeling their cars. Yeah. But in the window at the back, you could see. 
<laughs> birds tumbling, men made of ice and fire. Someone looks at a tag on a button down shirt and is like, 50 bucks? What the fuck? Dreaming. <laughs> this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> the imp from Girl Panina. The imp from Girl Panina. <laughs> There's so many different versions of this song that we've done on this show. And, uh,. Yeah, you carry up along this towering slope of storm cloud, uh, rising above. Spiraling, uh, spiraling. A pair of thunderbirds locked, their talons locked, blood and feathers streaming as they spiral down towards the cloud cover. And Tuck, Tuck is leaned in to Ving, like, as close as he can, because the wind is, like, ripping me off. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah. Wind is what? R- ripping me off. Okay, it yeah. really did sound... <laughs> what did I say? It sounds really sexual. It's so funny. <laughs> the, but we made a sexual for I once, know, not you. I can't help it. And the, the wind, wind is, is fucking ripping me off, bro. <laughs> I'm ripped so tight, and I'm pressed into Ving's back. Whoa. I'm pressed into Ving, and I'm getting ripped off hard. <laughs> <laughs> and you crest the top of this cloud. Great. And now I want to, like, Tuck in. Hold on, I have an idea. And we make ourselves a missile to go for. Mm-hmm. Now using the the gravity and like. Fuck. Yes. Head are you, down. Are you using a hold or are you rolling for I'm this? I'm going to use one of the hold. Yeah, you spend one of your hold. Uh, you've got it. And what is your goal with this? To hit Throne Threat. Throne Breaker. Thrasher. <laughs> you named him Throne Breaker. <laughs> I want you to know that. I renamed him Throne Breaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, roll your damage. Two. So you tuck in your wings. Yep. And do and, a spiral down. Yeah. And just shoot. Tuck and Billy are barely holding on. Let's get his out. I want that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so either you can stay locked in this fight for as long as you want, or this could be an opportunity for you to basically tackle Cloud Piercer out of the fight. That's what I was initially trying to do is tackle him out of the fight. So you spiral down like a rocket. Yeah. And you slam into uh, Thronebreaker. And, uh, Cloud Piercer is able to remove himself from these claws and begins like soaring around in a circle. And he calls down to you like, Ving, no, what are you doing? I'm taking him down. I'm saving you. I also want to know what's going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Mm-hmm. That claw? Yeah. The like, spirit claw? The spirit mm-hmm. cloud claw? Yeah. Like, is, is it the Thunderbirds and something else or is it the Thunderbirds fighting each other plus something else? Like, I want to know. Mm-hmm. Should we just ask? Cloud Piercer. I mean, if you were to leave the battle and take some time to ask some questions, no you might time. Be able to. What there's, if I no time. can I ask a question while I'm on Ving's back? Uh, who are you asking the question to? The spirits. Oh, can I do that? Yeah. Well, you sold me on it, so Great. yes, you can. So yes. discern realities, I guess. Nine. Got aid. How? I'm giving you repose. I'm giving you a moment, a calm moment after we smash into him, mm-hmm. and then backing off and floating back to, to mm. calm down and um, following cloud piercer back as throne breaker is reeling yeah perfect uh okay so 2d6 plus bond nice Ooh, 11 voila. wow okay so you get three questions off the list who who's really in control here uh so you i'm asking the spirits yes which spirit the storm I, spirit just, doesn't know. matter there's one spirit here that is overpowering the rest by a long shot. And it is a spirit that you are familiar with. This is a force, a malice that you have felt before. <gasps> the storm. I the storm. The storm is alive. They're trying to battle the storm. Oh, shit. This yeah. is a sea of graves storm? That's yeah. the feeling. Has followed us? It, Ving released it. Okay, so so it's Lillian's storm is what's in control here. Yeah, pretty much. So, so And that's grief? Well, Lillian, so Lillian's storm... Is a complicated thing. Yeah. It's not just a manifestation of Lillian's grief. Lillian being 
the goddess of the moon. Mm -hmm. It was more something that cropped up around her grief and anger. Okay. And you feel that like rage and that anger, but also the fury of like an unleashed animal. Okay. Yeah. How about this? What here is not what it appears to be between Cloud Piercer and Thronebreaker. Yeah. So you're connecting with the feeling of this storm, hearing and feeling the rage in the air, and you feel that echoed in a large number of the Thunderbirds that are fighting, but you feel the opposite from the others. Like you're, you get the idea that one group of these Thunderbirds are fighting with the storm and the others are fighting against it. Mm-hmm. Thronebreaker seems to be one of the birds fighting with the storm oh. while Cloudpiercer is fighting against it. So there's a faction of Thunderbirds that are, who's like, God is the storm. Yeah, like the storm you can feel whipping up around Thronebreaker as this like massive mm. force. He's like, if, the winds are buffeting every time he flaps his wings. I wonder if the storm has clouded his mind. That sounds like it. Um, what here is useful or valuable to me? For whatever reason, it seems like Thronebreaker is really focusing on Cloudpiercer. Like every time Cloudpiercer gets a little bit further away and begins to escape, Thronebreaker breaks off of the fight and chases after him. It seems like Cloudpiercer is trying to distract and draw him away, keep him occupied, basically. Cloudpiercer mm-hmm. is missing like feathers that don't grow back. Like there's, yeah, you know what I can hold. He's like battle scarred for sure. Yeah. yeah. We're here to help. How can we help? Yeah, he says like, follow me into the clouds. And he just starts to fly away and uh, goes for one of the like big pillars that doesn't look like it's full of horrible storm energy. Mm-hmm. But Thronebreaker immediately begins to like turn and give chase. He's much larger and it's harder for him to maneuver as quickly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Cloudpiercer begins to fly away. Oh, can I attack Stormbreaker? Yeah, absolutely. All right. I want to turn around and jump off Ving's back and at Stormbreaker with the axe. I want you to understand the stakes. I hope you do. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Again, we're going to slow motion. Ah, lightning uh-huh. feeding yeah. behind you as you're jumping from the back of one Thunderbird into the face it of another. looks cool, yeah. which is honestly most of Tuck's motivation. <laughs> this is going to be my album cover! So, I th- I Maybe think- that's what he screams. <laughs> <laughs> this is the cover! Well, I think as Ving is like turning to follow Cloudpiercer, Tuck, you look behind and you realize he's not going to be able to get far enough wow. before Thronebreaker attacks him. Yeah, Thronebreaker's fucking gaining on yeah. us. And I can see the Bezor or like charging up kind yeah. of it feels like he's dragging an entire storm in his mm-hmm. wake so tuck turns to billy and he's like all right billy you hold on no matter what happens okay okay and he's like all right here we go six <laughs> plus strength takes the lc off his back and he jumps and that's seven but i have three strength oh. so it's oh. ten <laughs> yes strong boy yeah. of course uh, so hack and slash. The benefit is that Thronebreaker is coming right towards you. Yeah. So yeah, two d six plus strength for hack and slash. Man, this looks so. This looks so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tug's like, remember me. <laughs> remember me. <laughs> yeah, he meant to say remember this, but he said me. It really sounds like he's about to die. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he knows he's not going to die because there's no trees up here. All of a sudden, a tornado tree on fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it found me. Okay, here we go. 2d6 plus strength. For the attack. Oh, yeah. Hack and slash. Okay. Seven plus three is ten. Whoa. God damn it. Wow. Jesus Whoa. Christ. <laughs> okay. Here is a rule. 
that I have always forgotten about. Okay. Until one of my Patreon groups uh-huh. uh, reminded me of it while we were playing. So okay. thanks to uh, Patrick, Ashok, Kevin, and Andrew. On a 10 plus, you deal your damage to the enemy and avoid their attack. At your option, you may choose to do an additional 1d6, but expose <gasps> yourself to their attack. Oh, yes, I will do that. <laughs> and the reason why he can do two damage is because he's got the axe in one hand. Yeah. And as he's oh jumping, he pulls the waning knife out from <gasps> behind his back. Oh, and it's a light with Lillian's light. I was going to say, do you think it's so bright yes. right now? Yeah. Yes, the clouds around are glowing oh my God. white and purple. Oh. Yes, because we're in Lillian's storm, so it's charged oh, up. And, by... the, and the amethyst is glowing, too. Yeah. Okay, oh. so lightning strikes the, the, the waning knife <laughs> as he pulls it waning knife. Yeah. yeah. It's so a charge. I am using the power of their storm against them. Guys, this is... I, g- so cool. It's so cool. I it's been so long. Stand it. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Legit. Sabotage. Guys, guys, we haven't rolled the damage yet. I'm <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I want to, it's going to be... I, it's g- Charging up the dice. Yeah, let's charge them up with our powers and yeah. then let's roll the With dice. our powers of imagination. Yeah. yeah. I am thousands of feet in the air. Yeah. Winning knife in one hand, axe in the other purple light on the left and white light on the right as if I am both demon and angel (laughs) coming for the king of all thunderbirds and the queen of the sky herself the moon This is, he's this is so cool. Monologuing as he's <laughs> flying he's through the air. Saying this to himself. <laughs> Just roll your damage, man. Please. Oh, nine. My lord. Yes. And then the additional six. Oh, yes. One. So 10 damage. <laughs> 10 damage. 10 damage is not nothing. And if it wasn't for everything that you'd set up, I don't know that this would have done a huge amount of damage because he's a very tough bird. Mm-hmm. So you leap into the air feeling the presence of your family recede behind you, but knowing that you're traveling forward to protect their lives Mm -hmm. and you see this colossal thunderbird head as big as a fucking school bus you know what i mean like like, massive animal and i am having second thoughts because i could not tell how big he was because of perspective (laughs) yeah exactly and also because of the glasses they fuck with my depth perception (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it looks so cool but you look like such a nerd at the same time oh yeah and you leap forward this bird coursing through the air towards you shining waning knife in one hand glowing axe in the other you stab the knife into the side of Thronebreaker's head. Oh. Yes. Bring the axe back and connect with the magical gem, the Bezor, the Ooh. precious stone in the middle of his forehead. Yes. And it shatters oh, under the power gosh. of the axe. Oh my God. Releasing a, a massive thunderclap and a force that is powerful enough to blow you off of his head. Okay. <gasps> and then Tuck goes, I got blown off. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And that is when you're going to roll 2d12. Oh, shit. So you're going to roll two of these and take the highest. (sighs) Well, can I activate defend as well? Because I'm acting in defense of my friends. This is more of a balls out attack than it is a defense. And they were out, my friend. (laughs) They're always out. (laughs) Flapping hard. All right. Fair enough. Here we go. Both of them are eight. Both of them are eight. Which feels like fate. So you take eight damage. It's, yeah. Okay. That's not bad. That's a lot. But that's yeah, not bad. That's, that's a not lot. bad. I don't forget. I have two armor. Oh, man. No. So, no, say it. I mean, it's always, I always love the idea of someone getting like a cool ass scar from yes. a fight. 
I kind of love the idea that much like his dark reflection in McCall, Tuck loses an eye. Whoa, like Fathom? But that might be too much. That's I think that's intense. too much. Yeah. Yeah, too much. What about pull like back, a crazy back. scar that like gives like you the like- the lightning scars that people get when they're- Oh, oh, oh lightning. Yeah. that's cool. That, I like that. Yeah. Where, lightning. And it's actually, it's connecting up the coin pieces that are in my oh, chest. Oh, that's kind of sick. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Okay. So you feel, yeah, this electricity arcing through your body mm-hmm. as, this, as the gem explodes. And I don't take the full damage because I have divine protection. And it's because like TLC are like filtering as much of the lightning mm-hmm. out of, of me as they can. Well, you've got that lightning rod of, of, of Rian. Rian. Yes. Yeah. Also that. The lightning knife. Yeah. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it actually like, it goes through the tree tattoo on my arm too. Uh-huh. Like where it's like these like arcing burns are connected like from the coin shards to the tree tattoo. And uh, Ving, you're tossed back a little bit with the yeah. force of this Bezor bursting. Like, it's a shockwave around oh, yeah. Thronebreaker, who is notably not dead. Yes. Whoa. But he, like, falls for a, what feels like a long time. Like and that then, slow turn. Yeah, and then, like, dips below, like, begins to dip below the cloud cover. We're both falling in parallel. Yeah, and you see an eye open. A fucking massive eye. How big is he? Is he, like, the size of an elephant? Isn't he, like, the size of a house, we said? Mm. His head is the size. He's, like, a quarter mile long. Oh, that's intense. Yeah, he's really, really big. It's like I'm, I fought a dragon. Yeah. It's like oh. I, I jumped out and I thought I was going to fight an albatross, and I... And <laughs> And then I got to him and I was like, this is a dragon. Yeah. And uh, he, so he like, his massive eye opens as you're falling. Tuck is falling, by the way. I bolt for him. Yeah. And Tuck, you see his eye open and kind of focus on you in that weird sideways, like bird way. (gasps) But he begins to write himself. And as he dips below the clouds, you see him flee. Ving. Yep. I'm in Peregrine Falcon free fall. Wings tucked. Mm -hmm. Heading for, for Tuck. Are you rolling for this? Um, yeah, I'm gonna roll for strength, I guess, or dexterity. Uh, dexterity. Dexterity. Okay. Flap, 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 flap. Nice. Ooh. Ten. Ten. Perfect. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You sh- you rocket towards Tuck. I'm like dodging shards of Bezor. Yeah. Grab one of them. Yeah. Oh, I think like maybe like the electricity and the power in them. There's like a field. Of shattered bees or like hanging, hanging in the there. air. Oh, yeah. Cool. Electricity arcing off of them. Oh, my God. Bees are shard. And yeah, you. Is Tuck trying? You're trying to gra- like let Tuck land on your back or you're trying to grab him? Yeah, I, I just like scoop him down underneath, bam, grab him and head down. Yeah. Tuck slams into your back <laughs> with the force of a thousand suns. Absolutely yeah. crushing Billy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Billy, are you okay? Fine. Okay. <laughs> Cloudpiercer, to me. Right here, Ving. And he's like right next to you, (gasps) formed up off your wing. Okay, cool. And then I dig Billy out from under my belly. <laughs> I am flat. <laughs> like, like a cartoon. Yeah. It's a blow into his thumb yeah, to yeah. puff himself back up. <laughs> yeah. Are we safe? For now, that was no small blow that you struck Thronebreaker. He'll need to recover. Yeah, man. I blew that guy off so hard. I warrior, you did blow him off. <laughs> <laughs> And then I, I'm riding Ving like a knight. It, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. There's like blood on me and stuff. It's like a knight who has recently returned from battle. And then I incline my head to him and I go, "It is good to see you, Cloud Piercer, and you, Tacoma, wow. and you, young Billy." Why? Thank you. It is also an honor to be in your presence again. Mm, quite. Now, please retreat. We must away. 
I know a place where we can take refuge amongst the peaks of the mountains. Oh, wow. The, yeah. The clouds will shield us. Cool. <laughs> I, I turned to Tuck. I'm like, are you actually okay? And Tuck, he leans into Billy and he's like, I think I'm, I think I got electrocuted pretty bad back there. <laughs> I don't want to alarm you, but like, yeah, definitely. I'm seeing a lot of weird marks and scars on your body that weren't there before. I'm like, does it look cool though? It looks so cool. I'm really jealous that you got to be the one to get those scars. <laughs> Thanks. Do you think Allison will like it if we run into her? No reason why I'm asking that specifically. <laughs> I think she always likes running into you. Cool. Thanks. That's great. What an offhand question. Uh, Do you think we'll run into her again soon? I hope so. Yeah. Guys, stop looking at me when you say that. Uh, And Cloudpiercer leads you like above the clouds through the cover at one point. Like it looks like he's trying to kind of cover his tracks. Is there a team of Thunderbirds of his Uh, friends following us? Yeah. Every once in a while they'll form up, but like they try to not get too close together for too long. Cool. Uh, and it looks like, cause it looks like they're definitely trying to get somewhere without the other birds knowing where they're going. Mm. It would be cool if they intentionally go through like rainstorms to cover their scent. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I totally. Like that. So you're all soaked to the bone. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but eventually you arrive at, um, it's like you're in the clouds and then very suddenly there is the face of a mountain in front of you. Holy shit. <laughs> and cloud piercer alights on a cliff takes his place and goes here here we can rest amongst the peaks of the mountain is it just ice or is there any like nests or anything here uh there's like yeah there's some nests that look like they're made out of you know fucking trees and shit like really big nests holy is this where you sleep cloud piercer when there is time the battle rages on how long has the battle been going on what are you fighting for we are fighting for the protection of all bird kind who are you fighting against? Thronebreaker, his ilk, and the storm. Why? The storm has clouded his mind. He seeks to spread the storm. If he has his way, the earth itself will be wiped clean. The storm that I unleashed. Yes. This is my fault. It is no fault of yours. No. The storm is uncontrollable. Many have tried and failed. To yoke it to their cause. But we did break it out of containment. I'm trying to get you off the hook a little bit here. (laughs) I appreciate what you're trying to do. I'm just saying there is some responsibility here, possibly. And I appreciate you fighting our fight, which is your fight. I'm not trying to take away your fight. Just sorry, dude. (laughs) (laughs) For doing this to you. (laughs) And all your friends who died. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Apology accepted, but unnecessary. War is the fate of the warrior. And I, a warrior, am a warrior. That's deep. Wow, you really got stoic and serious and shit. War will do that to a bird. Do you still like to perform? Do you still know how to juggle? I haven't performed in nigh on however long it's been since (laughs) I've seen you last. So you have not come to fight then? Not this war. We're fighting a bigger battle, my friend. What battle is that? I pull out the arrow with the raven fletches on it. We're going for my father, Nathaniel. Nathaniel. <laughs> my daddy, Daddy Nathaniel. Ah, uh, 
<laughs> I see. And we're also trying to get to a glacier that a wizard named Adernick Allwater used to live in. They said it was past a mountain range called the Jaws. Do you know where that is? Yes, but it is not a mountain range. What is it? It is a section of the ocean. What? What? Frozen? Yes, I. this is what I said when I introduced the Jaws in the first place. Okay, I did Called that. the Jaws because the shifting flows destroy oh. ships that pass through. And there's oh. giant frozen chunks of ice in right, it. Right, and yes. it looks like jagged teeth. Exactly. Okay. Is it a frozen ocean? Partially. Whoa. Much like the Arctic. Some of it's frozen, some of it's not. It's in, unpredictable, but I care not for the sea. Not even a little bit? My war is in the skies, Bing. In the skies. Cloud Piercer... Our friends are back in the town, mm. but we're, I think we're going to have to leave after that. I mean, we we're trying to be secretive, and that was the opposite. Mm. Will you take us up north, and can one of your friends get our friends? This, yes, this, is, this can be done. You have done us a great service this day. Thronebreaker does not often lose, but today his humiliation will be felt. Also, what's the deal with the Bezor? Can he not cast lightning or whatever now because he doesn't have Bezor anymore? Yeah, does it grow back? Yeah. It does, yes. But it will take some time, and in that time, his power will be diminished. And will he hide in that time? He will. <gasps> he must. So we've bought you some time, at least. You have. Peace is here. No. But for now, yes. That's what I meant. Okay. You've got a little chunk of peace. Yeah, a little bit. A moment of respite. Yes. To clean up our mess. Exactly. <laughs> and so, you are welcome to rest here. May we join your flock. You may. But, the storm and the sea carry much around the world. And there's something I believe that you have lost that I have found. <gasps> and he walks into uh, a cave in the side of the cliff. And he rustles around in whatever's in so there. So cute. And he comes back. And clutched in his beak is a simple leather fanny pack. Ah! Fuck. <laughs> what? thought it was Allison's scarf. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> That's where we're going to end it for this week. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian Abdul Aziz. <laughs> playing Ving the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Bye. <laughs> and playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief Jessica Ty. It's okay. We'll get her scarf back. I don't care. I don't want it back. <laughs> I know you do. And yes, you do. Clap your soul. Find it again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music. So incredible every time. You can find all the music performed on the show at SoundCloud. Uh, you can find Aaron's album, Healthy, at AaronReed.bandcamp.com. And uh, if you want to support the show on Patreon and get access to a bunch of bonus content and sh all that kind of cool shit, join us at patreon.com slash speltlore or speltlore.com slash money, please. And you know what? Thank you to you for listening. We'll see you next time. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry Though our journey may be like a conclusion, we will not leave you without a resolution. Return next week to hear some more whilst you commute or do your chores.